Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Tiki Barber. Daniel Jones is making those throws, and he's lifting this team, and it just makes you feel like, man, even if they have a 6-3 and outs, something good is going to happen because of Daniel Jones. Brandon Only the Jets could draft the kid second overall and bench him 7,000 times and pull the guy off the street who's a running back and have him play on national TV. Tiki and Tierney on The Fan, 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. All righty, 1002 on The Fan. What's going on, everybody? How are you today? It's the Tiki and Tierney show here on The Fan. And I'm going to deliver some bad news for a lot of Jet fans. I would say about 90% of Jet fans are not going to like what I'm about to say. About 90%, maybe more of Jet fans didn't like what they heard the head, you know, from the head coach yesterday. And I don't care. All right? You ready? I'm going to lay it on you, Teak. I want Zach Wilson back next season. <laughs> I want Zach back next season, but I want him back without LaFleur. Now, I say this because Robert Sala, and this is a quote. Now, to be fair with Sala, you don't know what he's thinking. Because, you know, the way they've handled Zach Wilson, it's really been comical. Really, it's been it's been distressing. It's been ugly. It's been a blueprint, really, on how not to develop a quarterback. Now, don't get me wrong. Zach's got to take a lot of the blame. But Sala yesterday said, quote, We will develop Zach Wilson through hell or high water. And Jet fans see that, and they're like, oh, my God, they're going to run it back with this guy? He's a mess. He's a scrub. His mechanics are out of whack. He's not good. Uh, you might be right. I want to run it back with Zach. There's no way. Now, caveated. LaFleur's got to go. <laughs> Under no circumstance can LaFleur and Zach Wilson work together next season. If the Jets find a veteran offensive coordinator, I want Zach Wilson back. I think there is a interesting point in a co- head coach's te- um, tenure where it becomes about preservation of his job versus – the relationships of his staff, um, and we know, you know, we know what we're alluding to. He uh-huh. has a great relationship with the Lafleur family, his brother, and everything else, and that's why he gave him the opportunity. He was supposed to be, you know, insulated a little bit with Greg Knapp here, but unfortunately, Greg Knapp passed away, and then he was thrust into the fire, and the flames, you know, ate him up, especially because of the lack of development of Zach Wilson. But at some point, every coach gets forced to think about. Their job versus protecting their 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 staff, who is not getting the job done, and we know that that's been the case. Maybe not in totality, because I think Michael Floor has done some good things. We've seen his offense execute very well with guys not named Zach Wilson. So it's not fully on Michael Floor, but the lack of development of Zach Wilson can't be ignored. And so it's interesting. When I listen to Robert Sala, I I, I don't know what he's saying. Like, because I know what he's doing. 
Because you see it, yeah. right? You, yeah. bet, you bet Zach Wilson, you you, you, you say Mike White's going to be our starter, and uh, Zach Wilson comes back because Mike Wilson, uh, Zach, uh, Zach, uh, Mike White is hurt, and then now the last well, you game... you forgot the- something. Flacco played early <laughs> when Zach right. was out. It's true. It's true. So we didn't even think highly enough of Mike White to play him early because Joe Flacco started against the Ravens 100% and the Browns. correct. So w- I know what you've done, but you're saying something that's... Com- Completely different. Yeah, he's saying a lot of different. The messaging is it's all over so the map. The messaging, messaging is all over I'm the confused. place, and it's almost like he he knows what he wants to do, but he doesn't know how to tell us mm-hmm. how he's going to do it, and that puts <sighs> his job in danger. And it's why you start hearing reports that Woody Johnson is kind of tired of him, or frustrated with him. Not tired of him, frustrated with him. Yes, and I can see why. If I was the owner of the Jets, I would see why. You're you're frustrated with your head coach right now. Uh, I get that. Hey, listen, I'll take it a step further. And uh, to say this two weeks ago or three weeks ago, really, before he got hurt in the Bills game, it would seem unfathomable. But at this point, I want Zach Wilson back before I want Mike White back. I would agree with that. I think think a lot of people wouldn't, though. But I think the upside is there for Zach if he gets taught the right way. Um, But, I mean, I I think what, what baffles the mind is that how did you miss this? With Zach, like, how did you miss the fundamental flaws? And if they weren't that egregious at BYU, yeah, why are they so bad now? That, that's the question that really will determine what happens with this franchise moving forward. I, I think, I think, I think it's the money question it, it is the money question. I don't so, know. so what? Where did it go wrong? And if you can't identify where it went wrong, how are you going to fix it? So it, it, it just it creates this. The same old Jets mentality again. Like it puts you back into that. Oh, this Jets team, as good as they are, they can't get out of their own way. And that's, I mean, it's unfair to what, you know, the early part of the season. But I mean, I look at this Jets year and what do you, what do you, what's your takeaway? Like as a Jet fan, what is your biggest takeaway? Incredible disappointment. That's mine. But that's, that's what I mean. After all of the promise. Like all of the good stuff that you that you thought about, that you talked about for the first two months of the season, mm-hmm. when it's all said and done, week eighteen is going to f- conclude next week, and we're we're going to look back at this Jet season and say, "What? Oh, that's something to build on." Or, "God, that sucked." You're going to say that sucked. That's and and that's kind of what we've always said for the Jets for the last decade or well, so. More than that. I but mean, you much know what, more than I know what you mean. It becomes the same old Jets again. I understand that, and yeah. I want to get. I want to just. I want to. I want to break through that ceiling. Yeah, and you definitely don't crack through that ceiling by bringing back an offensive coordinator who clearly does not work well with Zach. Now, if you tell me that the Jets quietly are plotting um, a divorce from Zach, and they think that Lafleur, and there is some evidence to be fair to Lafleur. That whatever he does works better with others than Zach. Mm-hmm. I, I I can at least you know on an intellectual level yeah. understand what they're doing. But the but the problem with that is you then don't go to the podium and say we're going to develop Zach Wilson through hell or high water. <laughs> that is probably the most unless he's lying to us. Well, that's what I'm saying. Aside from the receipts comment, I think that's the strongest take that Robert Salas had since the day he took over this team mm-hmm. through hell or high water. There's nothing to interpret there. There's nothing nebulous about that. Well, what does he does he really kind of mean? It means that well, whether we're drowning or we're <laughs> burning and we're on fire, we're gonna go to hell to get this guy right. You That's know, what it means. You know, I unless I, you lied to I, us. I, I want Zach back for a different reason than you do because I think you want him developed 
And I'd love to see a redemption story. I really would. I'd be it'd be fun to see. Oh, he's figured out the mechanical flaws. Oh, he now gets it. He gets how you know you know the fundamentals of of a drop back are married to what's happening in the route right downfield. I would love to see that happen. Okay, but I also kind of would like, would would enjoy it morbidly because I do want. I wish the Jets success, mm-hmm. but the morbid deconstruction. <laughs> Of, of you know what I mean? Like it's it's almost as interesting to see the good and the bad, right? It, like if he's just kind of average, what are we doing? Like you don't have a you don't have a solution. Mm. You don't have a you don't have a, a mandate to get rid of him. It's just kind of like eh, he's just a, eh, he's just eh. like I don't I kind of don't want that. So in a way, I'm interested to see Zach back to see if he w- redeems himself and becomes the star that everybody expected him to be. Or he just really keeps crashing and burning. 877-337-6666 is our number. Tiki and Tierney here on The Fan. Nick's got a win. That streak is over. We'll squeeze that in a little later. Uh, as always, we're inside of our Town Fair Tire studio. Friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. I mean, listen, sometimes you've got to really bend over backwards and and, and do, you know, real complex um navigations of the body to find something that will give you some sort of confidence that it can change. And then other times it's staring you right in the face. Do I need to remind every jet fan that has already thrown Zach in the pile of rubble that Daniel Jones Mm -hmm. in the same stadium uh, under the same dire circumstances, Daniel Jones had what three coaches, uh, the, well, the last three well, coaches three the Giants coaches. have had. Yeah, three, yeah, head, three coaches. head coaches, right? Yeah. And four offensive coordinators. Yep, yeah, and outside of and a revolving uh, you know, offensive line and no weaponry and all the other circumstances that, that he was able to will himself through. Now, to be fair, let's say it's a perfect comparison. Jones played a lot more college football, mm-hmm. so he's more refined in that sense. He's bigger. Yeah. Um, he places the ball better. There are things I think just inherently that Daniel Jones does better than Zach Wilson. Well, pretty much everything. Uh, except maybe the off-platform stuff, which I'm kind of getting tired of hearing. But I, I don't think that that you look at Zach now and say, and and really, well, you can say it. Of course you can. But I don't know that you can fully believe that there's nothing there. I, I don't know how you how you how you come to that deduction already. I I, I know that we're all wired. To, to yell and scream and mm-hmm. to desperately get away from this hellhole that the Jets have dragged us through and into for my entire life. You've heard Beningo ranting forever on the stage. She's not wrong, but you know what? Eh, Gino Smith, mm-hmm. I know that Salva talked about this. Gino looks pretty good. I thought he kind of maybe overstated what Sam Darnold's been doing with Carolina, but still, the fact remains that there can be second acts in the same uniform, mm-hmm. and I'm intrigued enough to see if Zach can do it with a coordinator who is more veteran and just knows the game better. LaFleur was awful for Zach Wilson. Yeah. I he mean, was. That's, that's, and Wilson was awful for him. It, it, it's painfully obvious. And it's and it's not it's not really anybody's fault because I think if there was a say say the Jets had a veteran quarterback that was already here that you trusted that could learn a new system, new coach comes in, new coordinator comes in, Michael Floor might be getting lauded for being one of the best assistants in football, right? But his task was to develop a young quarterback 
and he does he just doesn't have the skill set to do it. Mm-hmm. At, at least he hasn't shown that he has a skill set to do it. All right. This should be interesting. 877-337-6666. Jimmy's in Manhattan, first up on the Fantique Interior Show. Jim, what's cooking, buddy? Yeah, how you doing, guys? All right, what's up, Jim. Jim. All right, listen, I'm calling to say bring back Zach Wilson. Bring, bring back Zach. <laughs> bring back, back Zach. Yeah. Bring back Adam Gaze. Bring back the Wilpons as Mets owners. Bring them all and, back. And bring back the Wilpons and bring back de Blasio as mayor. Oh, well, that we don't want. That's the one thing we can't allow. I he put them all in the back. same pot. I, I think Daniel Jones showed a lot more skill sets early in his career. He's bigger, he's faster, he's stronger, has a stronger arm. You could see the potential there. That's a great point. I mean, those early games, some of those early – I mean, they were the turnovers were always kind of – peeking around that corner, but some of those early games, you're like, man, this kid could be really good. Mm-hmm. He's bigger, more athletic than Eli. Well, that's true. <laughs> Same I mean, personality. Different frame than Zach, for sure. Carried himself, you know, in a, in a great way, Daniel Jones did. Yeah. So you, you could kind of see what has evolved develop as a rookie. Like, you knew it kind of as a rookie that he could be. I mean, hell, he had a, he had a nickname as, as a rookie. He was Danny Dimes. Think about that. As a rookie, he was. So... We shouldn't be surprised that once the Giants' coaching situation stabilized, that Daniel Jones actually became a player. Well, you, you can. I think you could see how much the coaching helps because you look at the two touchdowns he threw last weekend. One of them, he 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 felt pressure in the pocket. He ran to his right. He set himself found a receiver and zipped it in there. Yep. And you could see it was very organized and sharp like he was coached to do that. Yeah, it was and he that's was decisive. really the coaching made a big difference for him. Yeah, he was he's been decisive. Like you, you see it whenever he drops back and the ball comes out on time, right on target. Like he, he's coached to make quick decisions. And in the NFL, if you if you elongate a decision, bad things are gonna happen unless you're Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Pat Mahomes isn't even doing that anymore. Right, he, that 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 whole let me scramble around for you know ten seconds and find Tyreek Hill forty yards downfield on a prayer that only Tyreek Hill could get back to and make a big play out of. He's not doing that anymore. Getting the ball out of his hands, and it, he evolved into a better player, even though he was exciting as hell as a as a second year player when he won the MVP. All right, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. That's fine. That's fine. Call me a sucker. Call me a masochist. Call me whatever you want. I'm a little intrigued. I got to be honest with you, because this is kind of ignored as well. I'm kind of intrigued to see what Zach can be with a year without interruption. And it seems like excuses, and that's fine. He got hurt first preseason game, gets dumped into middle of a season. If you think it's easy, it's not. With a, you know, with, with a team that suddenly was a little more ready than he was and had had shown um, some more progress than maybe we all thought, for sure. So I don't think it was easy. I think the Jets complicated it. I think Zach complicated it. I'm not, I know that I'm probably just going to torture myself with this. Uh, I'm not ready to give up on the kid. I'm not. 877-337-6666. But LaFleur with Zach, that I'm ready to give up on. All right, Tink and Tierney right here on The Fan. Be the bull. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, 1021, back on The Fan, Tink and Tierney Show. I want Zach. I want Zach. But I want Zach under the right circumstances. I do. You know, I think that this uh, this this brutal cycle of drafting, failing, 
and then just cutting is is not good. Now, I do believe there's certain situations where if you, if you draft a low-character person and they are truly detrimental um, to the org- to the to the organization, just on and off the field, you got to cut bait. Uh, I think Zach's got to grow up. I think he's got to learn a little professional maturity. I think he's had a healthy dose of humility. Uh, hopefully, he learns from that. It's a real life lesson. And, and Salva talked about that. He basically said, "Go go on the beach, read a book, and come back a little different." And if he's able to do that, you know, I I think the talent's there. Where for me. And I think I'm rolling kind of lone wolf on this. And as I've said before, I don't mind doing that. I just, I think there's something there, but there's nothing there with LaFleur. So if Robert Sala is amenable to a change at the coordinator position, then you might have something. If Sala, you know, stands up for his guy and is, you know, refuses to uh, make LaFleur or allow LaFleur to take the bullet, then... I don't think you could bring back Zach. That is not a good relationship. Not not only that it's toxic, it yeah. just doesn't work. Yeah, professionally, it, it just it doesn't look good. Yep, the product doesn't uh, doesn't bode successful. And so I I think that there is a a real challenge that Robert Sala has, and he's punting it. It's why we're getting conf- conflicting messages, and he does one thing, he's saying another thing. It's because he's punting it as far away from him from this season as he possibly can and giving himself, and I would probably do the same thing, space in the offseason to figure it out. Like Hopefully, Zach comes back around. Hopefully, he can marry Zach with uh, Mike LaFleur and, and put something together that just seems serviceable, right? It's because right now it feels so broken. And Robert Sala's in preservation mode. He has to be. He has to be thinking about him, himself as well as his team. And Because right now, we know it doesn't work. Listen, I don't know that this is a great comparison because, you know, if you're a pitcher, right, there's so many more things as a quarterback that you've got to incorporate within your, your thought process. If you're on the mound 60 feet, 6 inches away, sure, you've got to have a repeatable windup. You've got to have control. You've got to have a relatively deep repertoire of pitches, et cetera. Uh, and you've got to be able to have the, the command when you need it. But you don't have to worry about, like, somebody flying in from first base trying to tackle you mm-hmm. or wave their hands as you get ready yeah. to throw a pitch. So I, I know it's not perfect. But there are a lot of incredibly successful Major League pitchers over the years. Hell, Nolan Ryan's one of them. Randy Johnson's another. They're two of the greatest pitchers of all time that are just off the top of my head whose mechanics were were just busted, couldn't throw strikes, they were trash. They really, they were bad. And they go down as old-timers. They tweaked a couple things. Not saying that he's destined for that. I'm not going mm-hmm. that far. But I believe he's more salvageable than, than many. And that's where I stand today. So, 877-337-6666. Brooklyn, Mike on the fan. What up, Mike? Hey, guys. How's it going? Doing well, Love man. What's up? Hey, Mike. Love the show. Um, I wanted to offer... A suggestion to the quarterback for the Jets. But first, I, I really wanted to respectfully call out these people. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's frustrating when, as sports talk radio, you guys are ready to make rash decisions from one day to the next. If I recall correctly, BT, you wanted to give Mike, you wanted to give Mike White a contract after those two starts. Well, no, hold, 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 hold on, hold on. That, that was that was a little more. Hold on. That that was a little more bending. Hold on. Hold on. That was a little more beningo, to be fair. Uh, I was intrigued by Mike. I'm not going to run from that. I was intrigued by Mike White. I don't think he's the answer. I get it. I get it. Yeah, and I, I, I agree. It. I don't think he's the answer either. But so I changed my mind. Get rid, let's get rid of LaFleur. Let's get rid of Salah. 
maybe we have to think about it. We're looking to just always run away. Can we have some stability for once? Mike Tomlin has been in, by the Steelers for 15 years, I think more. And they have stability. They, 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 they never have a losing season. Let's have stability. It's okay to go up, to have up and down in order for it to work out in the long term. If we're going to try to change everything every time, yep. it's never going to work out. Mike, well, I agree with never that. Never going to work out. I yeah, agree with but, you. But Mike Tomlin's the wrong example because he's had success from the very beginning. And he had a quarterback that was successful from the very beginning. And he inherited a team that knew how to win from yeah. the coach before, yeah. Coach Gower. So it's, it's been a it, – Mike Tomlin stepped team. into a, a great situation, and he's made it even better. Right, so Mike Tomlin's okay, a bad example, general. but I know what you're saying. I hear, I, I get, and I don't disagree. How about with Parcells you, early with the Giants? That's a good example. Giants weren't very good. Mm-hmm. He almost got fired. They stuck with him, and then we know what Bill Parcells became. I know it's a very old example, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm with Tiki on that. I don't know that Tomlin's a great example because what he inherited. Uh, but yeah, I, and, listen, I, and the I, organization. The stability there. This had, what, four? Yeah, uh, three, one, two, three, no, it's three or four. There's yeah. definitely not more than four. It's three <laughs> or four. You know, listen, Mike, I agree with you. I truly do. I love the concept of stability. I hate the concept of being irrational. Mm-hmm. I, I hate it, okay? It usually leads nowhere, all right? Whether it was Steinbrenner firing a manager every year and a half, it got him nowhere back in the day. I got it. But to have stability, you've got to at least believe that Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast at the in the most important positions within an nfl franchise you've got the right people i think they've got the right gm i, I think mm-hmm. I, I i like joe i believe in joe i i i 
I kind of think they've got the right head coach, but I don't love him. Yeah. That's why I would call Sean Payton. I know they don't have the right offensive coordinator, and I can't really give you my my full opinion on the quarterback because the quarterback is so married to the OC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's very complex. It is very complex, which is why you're getting complex reactions from Robert Sala, whereas doing one thing and saying another. And it sounds like I'm saying something complicated. I'm really not. No, I know what you he, mean. He keeps saying, Zach's our guy, Zach's our guy, Zach's our guy, but Zach is not your guy. And it seems from everything that we're watching from the outside that you're pushing him as far away from you as possible, but then saying he's our guy. Through hell or high water. <laughs> I know. Not just, you know, hey, we have faith, you know, the token, yeah, we got his back, I right, can't wait to get rid of this guy, sucks. <laughs> Higher hell, uh, hell or high water. I mean, that's like getting down on a knee and saying, will you marry me? That's pretty definitive. You know what? Maybe we could do this. Because I agree. Coach Sala's messaging, and I think it's been a very unenviable set of circumstances that he's been handed, to be fair, all right, with all the quarterback stuff. But maybe what we can do next week after the Dolphins game, Mm -hmm. all right, because we look alike. Maybe I could slide to the podium (laughs) and I could speak for him. Just end the confusion. Well, I got to tell you, we'll give you more direct I, messaging, and we'll go from there. A lot of his, I'll go to hit. I'll hit the tanning booth for three days, <laughs> but a lot, he's a little darker. A lot of his Looks early good. messaging, I didn't. I loved. I thought he was so did I. Straightforward, telling us exactly what we needed to hear. I didn't have a problem with it, but now I'm starting to question what he's telling us because I don't because he's not doing it. He's telling us things, and he's not doing the same thing. Uh, let's go to Steve in Westfield, New Jersey. Steve is on the fan with Tiki and Terry. Steve, go ahead, buddy. How are you today? Hey, how you doing? Um, so I actually completely agree with you um, on bringing him back. Been a diehard Jets fan. When I moved out to New Jersey, I had to get my season tickets. But with that said, I'm not also agreeing with you, Tiki, on you know the mixed messages from Sala. If he's really a player's player, uh, coach, coach, yeah, you know, I felt that you know he completely abandoned um, you know Wilson when he had to go out to that press conference after the Patriots game. You know, and in my mind, I think if he's someone who really you know takes care of his players you know he had to see Wilson sulking there you know he let him out there to fire and you know here's a young guy that could have been protected a little bit better you know coached along yep you know he won five games for us this year and again you know thinking about next year you know ABT coming back you know hopefully Becton does something I have to assume they might you know draft you the offensive guy from Northwestern or Northeastern wherever he's coming from you know he's going to have an arsenal and you know with a an offensive coordinator that Literally, it seems like 70% of their plays start behind the line of scrimmage. We're throwing backwards instead of just these short, you know, slants and routes in front of us. You know, the fact that Elijah Moore doesn't have more catches over the middle slot guy is baffling. So, I mean, from, you know, the first, I guess it was game five or six, the the change in direction from an offensive standpoint, I know we have an offensive line that's, you know, struggling, was weak. But, you know, again, only because of injury. I can't go backwards. I can't go backwards again. I need to move forward with a you know the quarterback with some stability. The last caller said, you know, let's see what Wilson has again next year. That, that's kind of what, where I am. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I mean, it's 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 a smart way to be because to restart and draft another quarterback or try to find a free agent. Hell, I mean, we even said this a couple weeks ago. If the Jets, if Zach Wilson isn't the guy, if you kind of come to that conclusion, they can't draft another quarterback. They have to go on the free agent market. They have to go find a veteran who's been around and knows how to win. And it sucks because it doesn't feel like, well, we got our franchise guy because that's kind of the, I don't know, That's it feels like that's how the only, it's the only way to win championships is to draft your franchise quarterback when it's, when it's actually not the case, 
right? There have been plenty of them over the years with the guy not having started at, an, at the organization. But uh, they can't draft another quarterback and fail another quarterback because that's, that's just – that gets – well, aside it, from it the optics, too long. It well, you know, too th- that's long. the point. Because think about it, it would be a contradiction on our part if we're sitting here saying move up in the draft and try to try to snag a quarterback top ten. All right, maybe it's appealing for someone. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. You kind of reset the finances, blah blah blah. Maybe he's actually good and he works right away. But the thing that I think is detaching a lot of people from Zach, aside from inefficiency, which I get, is that he's not quite ready like the rest of the team. Well, then, if you move into the top ten and draft the kid, why would he be ready? Yeah. You know, he might be a little more ready than Zach, but yeah. is he going to be ready enough to justify um, and, and, and satisfy the, the question or the complaint that many of us have had this year? I, 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 I don't think so. I really don't. Uh, by the way, this is a really big weekend. This, you know, this is a pretty big story here. Uh, I don't know why I waited 32 minutes to drop this in. This is a huge game for Kenny Galladay. Just to insert this real fast, mm-hmm. do you realize – that if Kenny Galladay, here's what he's staring at when he wakes yeah. up on Sunday morning. When he gets out of bed and his feet hit the tur- hit the uh, the floor at the hotel, mm-hmm. he knows if he hauls in 76 catches <laughs> that day, he gets a three-quarters of a million-dollar bonus. <laughs> $750,000 bonus if he has 76 catches Sunday. Is Lace them up tight there, Kenny. Oh, Go get man. him. How what bad is it that he's, he's got been. four Jeez. receptions on the season? Who's been worse, Kenny Galladay or Zach Wilson? I know it's 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 all relative. Clearly, it's got to be Kenny Galladay. It's definitely Kenny it's Galladay because he hasn't even it's debatable. No, it's not. No, it's in not. your in your warped hate hate mind, you hate Zach. <laughs> By the way, you you don't want any part of Zach. Come, I will. Come I, I will take new coaches. Yeah. I will take new OCs. Yeah. Get rid of Zach Wilson. I've seen this already. I don't want new coaches. But if it's one or the other, I want Zach Wilson gone. Don't I want it. you gone. How about that? <laughs> all right. I put the spike. <laughs> you want me saying this? Hey, we want you guys. Easy. Easy. <laughs> You're hanging by a thread. No, just kidding. Dove and Hoff in the house. Tiki and Tierney show on the fan. 877-337-6666. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Uh, this is just beautiful news. This is uh, this this is awesome to be able to read this. So, per the physicians, this is from the Bills here. Per the physicians uh, caring for Demar Hamlin at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, Demar has shown remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours. While he's still critically ill, he's demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact. That is massive. His lungs continue to heal, and he's making steady progress. That is just beautiful. Uh, we're grateful for the love and support we have received. Did Sauce get his uh, his jersey yet? I know he was looking for. He tried. I think he ordered one on Fanatics. He didn't get it in time. He wanted a rocket before the game this weekend. Can somebody please get our boy Sauce a Demar Hamlin jersey? If I had the resources, I would. You know, Carton could do it. He's connected with those guys, and right, he could accelerate the delivery. I think Carton could figure that out. He does. He get turns it around everything so quickly. I, I was assuming he's the first person I thought it was. He Carton. does. He mm-hmm. does turn things around quick. You know what I'd actually love to see. I love to see every player, every single player. <laughs> maybe not a jersey that might not be realistic, but yeah. maybe like a printed shirt with that's just you know Demar or 
prayers up or something with his name every single NFL player during warm-ups. Dude, and, and this every is one. all sports, too. Like, I, I don't know if you saw that. I think the Buffalo Sabres were rocking uh, Hamlin shirts or jerseys or something like that. I saw a lot of uh, basketball teams, too. So, like, yeah, he's been TJ, floating around. T.J. McConnell, right? Didn't he have, didn't he have one? I one? believe so, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of athletes supporting, nah, which is it's awesome. Been, it's been beautiful. Like, the Jets and the Giants both changed their Twitter av- uh, yeah. avatar, their social media avatars to uh, number three for him. So, uh, prayers are working. Keep them coming. All right, 1042 on the Fantique and Tierney Show. Send some prayers my way because I might be absolutely nuts. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, why, why do I do this to myself? I'll tell you why I do this to myself. Because why? I think, I think that I'm able to see things a little more in depth than most, Tiki. And that's why. I think the easy thing to do is like Hoff and all the other simpletons that are ready to discard Zach Wilson atop the trash heap with no context. Okay, okay. so let me ask you a question. If Becton comes back to full health next year, oh, are you comfortable Becton. with Becton. keeping him at that spot? Zach Wilson coming back? Just that OC is all that needs to change. Well, no, I think the Jets need a safety. <laughs> I think the Jets need a linebacker. I mean, I'd like to see maybe even a bigger receiver. You're nuts. <laughs> I You're might nuts. be. I might be. Well, how? This isn't year four he's going into. It's year three. And the first two have been interrupted with injury. He's played really a little more than a year. Mm-hmm. You know, he, has, he hasn't had a ton, but he hasn't looked like he's making progress. Uh, that's true. That he's is, actually regressed. I mean, I do admit that. That's the problem. But, but he Roy Holiday, to a reminder, Roy Holiday was in Dunedin, which is able for Toronto mm-hmm. before he. I mean, he was he was in the bigs. Yeah, baseball's a little different. I though. understand yeah. that, but it speaks to the mental capacity oh, of, of an athlete. And pitchers are mechanically driven like quarterbacks. <laughs> right. So I, I don't think there's any limits if you're willing to put the work in. I don't know if Zach will here's um, one sec. I don't know if Zach Wilson aspires to be great. That I don't know. I don't know if the moment he opens his eyes. He has this intense, burning desire to be the best quarterback that's ever touched a football. I, I don't know that. But even if he's got some of it, he's salvageable. Well, he's got the skill to do it. We no, but I mean even the mentality. But, I know he's but, got some skill. But the you're mentality. right. It is more the mentality. It's the grind. Yep. And it's and it's it's like a it's like an intelligent grind. It's one thing. And I don't. I'm not trying to say he's stupid, but I'm just saying it's like it's doing the things that are going to make you better as opposed to just working. Aimlessly, mm-hmm. and so I'm not saying he's doing that, but I don't. It doesn't look like he is. So w- I know he's a, 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 a rat, like a like a studio rat. He stays there all the time. He's he's he works out all the time. He watches film all the time. But for some reason, it's not translating. I I don't disagree with that. Hoff, what did you have? You wanted if to you, uh, if pipe you, in here I, if somehow, and it's tough to do because finances. I know they're committed financially to Zach Wilson. Yeah, if you could bring in a veteran quarterback next year and have them start all season long mm-hmm. and you still committed to Zach Wilson financially have him sit the entire year as the number two quarterback would you be willing to go that route yes mm-hmm. yeah of course I but would. you don't get an sure. answer the problem is you don't get an answer on him unless the quarterback but gets wanna, hurt but I want to win unless so the, well, I'll get the answer well, if, and, honest, if someone gets hurt right exactly somebody gets hurt this is the biggest issue with the Jets is that they can and should be winning right now and it's the quarterback Specifically, it's holding them back. Yeah, it's also the defense the last month. Yeah, kinda, but, you kind of keep glossing over that. Yeah, but the I, defense has been getting punked the last couple of times. They have been. Okay, but, special teams malfunctioned against the Patriots. Brought back to the house with three seconds. Okay, but, uh, coaching's but been a disaster. With time. There's a lot of things. I understand that. Y- y- you make the defense seem like it's the '86 Giants. You got to stop. It's I, not nearly as good as you think it is. It doesn't matter. They're good enough to win. 
But it does matter. It does. If you can't Take score, Jack it Wilson handed them the lead a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they had it shoved down their throat. They lost. He did his job. He did do his job, and the defense and didn't. The defense gave up one big play. If the defense, I, I get that. I, I gave get up. That. One I know big they've play. been good. I'm, and, of course, by the they've way, been good. By the way, this is why. Just, just because I know everybody's screaming at at, at Ulbrich. Uh, for playing the same zone defense all the damn time. He does nothing. He plays man defense, and guess what happens? Quincy Williams gets lost in man coverage on the tight end. The tight end comes underneath. Uh, the uh, Detroit Lions have a fantastic play. Mm-hmm. He goes, whatever it was, 50-something yards for a touchdown, and yeah. game's over. And he ran like a 52-year-old catcher who had knee replacement surgery. Nobody touched him. <laughs> I mean, that was gross. It was bad. I mean, I, you know. That but that, but my, point, my, point, my point was, it was one play. Okay. Playing man coverage, and one guy got beat. Okay, but if that play. On a, on a great play call, by the way. Okay, but if, I got it. But if that play is made. We're talking about the Jets if they win in a few days. Yes. They're in. Of course. So there's multiple levels of culpability. Now, the least culpable would be the defense. Mm -hmm. I absolve them the most. I grant you that. But the punter sucks. (laughs) Special teams have been gashed too often. Berrios has been in the clouds this year. I don't know where the heck his head's been. The O-line's been a a, a turnstile. You know, there's been some coaching issues. Like, there's a lot of blame to go around. You don't agree? I do, okay. but I'm not focusing on the defense and saying they suck. It's no, just, no, I'm not I, saying that either, but when you say that the defense is awesome, i got to check you a little bit. It's not awesome. It's good. It's good. There's a difference. Okay. If you're awesome and you're handed a chance to win the game at home with a minute, whatever, you win Yeah, but you're, the game. you're simplifying it down to— well, fine. And you're putting it—you're putting the fault of one player, and it was, it was Quincy Williams— most people have no idea what the hell happened in that play. They played man. It was it's cover zero, man coverage. They blitzed and dog. He got lost. He yeah, got, but even if we lost, understand, he lost the tight they end. They need to understand. I know, They're mis- playing. You're missing the point. They played. The they point. played great in that game. They right. gave up one big play. And they lost. And they lost. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you lose. Let me ask you this. But I, I can't look at the, the the season in totality and say, oh, this defense is just average. That's. I mean, that's a that's. That's an insult. Well, the truth of the matter is I think we're, we're both right and I think we're both wrong. I think, it, you know, from your perspective, if you think I'm a little unfair or a little slow to give the defense the credit that they, that they deserve, quite frankly, I can understand why you might think that yeah. based on these conversations we've had on the show. I get that. But from my point of view, I feel like you're glossing over pivotal moments where they had a chance to step up, secure a win, and they didn't. So the answer is, and by the way, it's the greatest asset on the team. I'm giving you that. Yeah. But I got to point out some of the imperfections which have led to losses. Huff knows it. Three points, 31 against the Chicago Bears, 22, 12, 17, 3, and 6. I don't care how great a defense you're playing. You're not winning scoring that much. That little, I should say. Yeah. No, I'm not here to debate that. I got it. I got it. Let's get uh, let's get Brock and Huntington. Brock is on the fan. What's going on, Brock? How are you? Ian Tierney, how's it going, fellas? All's good, man. What's up, pal? Man, not much, man. I just want to say that Hamlin update. You made my day with that. I want that to get awesome. that point. But mm-hmm. um, what I want to do here is just kind of say, I mean, the, the Zach Wilson, who's going to be the quarterback? It's above my pay grade, so I'll let them figure it out. But just as a, <laughs> as a Jets fan, since 2011, this team's been above 500 one time. The last few years, I'd say since 2016, it's been vomit football. I, I, I can't even watch it. Turning them off probably th- third week, fourth week of the season. Don't even want to ruin my day by watching them. 
I know that they haven't played that well, and, and the last six games have been very jetsy, let's say. But I'm just looking at, <laughs> at something here on the point differential. Two years ago, they were minus 214. Last year, they were minus 194. This year, they're minus 15 points. So even though we're not there, yep. before you, before you, you know, before, you got to crawl before you walk. You got to walk before you got to run. And I mean, we had some meaningful, even though it was a dud that Thursday night game when they just bleeped the bed, you know. Yeah. But there was meaningful football games. I could watch them. So I mean, from from ground level, there's a lot of work to be done. But from a thousand feet above, I don't want Salah going anywhere. No. They need a quarterback. Having a football team without a quarterback is like having a really beautiful car without an engine. It's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, especially in so today's I mean, NFL. Exactly. So I'm looking at this like, you know, this team, I, I've been watching them up until the end. And at the end here, I mean, that Lions play 45 yards untouched to the end zone tight end. There's some very jetsy moments, and that, that made me feel the past, you know, feel like this is the Jets. But I feel overall looking at this, I think we're moving in the right direction. I agree. We need a quarterback. I, you know? I, I mean, they're that. watchable. That's fair. They're watchable. Well, yeah, I mean, the punt return against the Pats was just, uh, I mean, a kick to the face. You know, yeah, but there were a couple of moments. But I, but I know what you mean. I mean, if you've watched the Jets since when it got really ugly with Rex mm-hmm. up until now, outside of, you know, 2015 with Todd Bowles, this season's been the second best season in terms of, like, a conviction that it's going in the right direction. I don't dispute that. I just want more than that. Yeah. That doesn't satisfy me. No, it doesn't. And losing five games in a row, you know, who knows what's going to happen week 18 Well, now. you know what's going to happen. <laughs> <It's Miami. laughs> Hoff but, wants us to lose. But, Hoff, open up your mic. Yeah, but he lo- wants us to lose. But losing five I games do. in a row to go down the stretch, it just it just washes everything away. Well, that's my point. And, and yeah, seven of eight. If they lose Sunday, it's seven of eight. I know, but guess what? We have a better drift position. You say you want to see- Listen... You're talking about how crappy of a of an offensive line we're going to get late teens. Well, let's try to boost that, get it closer to a top ten pick, <sighs> and then if you want, if people dream about trading up, you have a better asset to trade up with. No, no, it's logical, but and yeah. I know that you know this, but there's no jet that's going to run out of the tunnel saying, "Man, if we lose today, we're going to have three slots higher." That's not how they live. They <laughs> but, don't operate that way. You, I know you know that. But you start Strevler, you have no choice. You're going to lose. Yeah, they're not going to start. Obviously, <laughs> not starting him. He can't even throw the ball. No, I mean, he's terrible. He can't throw. Well, it's not what he's. It's not what he's there to do. You know? No, he's a gadget he guy. He's, he's he's Taysom Hill, he, but not as accomplished of a thrower. <laughs> he's a C class. I mean, he he, he does play his ass off. Respect. He, Respect. He lowers hard. those pads hard. Dude, I enjoy watching him. No, me I enjoyed too. watching him for that. If it wasn't series. such a big game and such a miserable yeah. situation, I would have really enjoyed watching him play. Like, oh. But that that was the worst game of the year. Raining, mm-hmm. the Jack Trevor Lawrence on the other side, the defense the having stuffed ninety six uh, yards in their face. Yep, the, the booing, consistent, Ugh. steady. No touchdowns. That was gross. Nobody was there. Yeah. <laughs> was well, Benigno and Evan were there. <laughs> there I think I saw Sonny Carton there too. I think there was, was, there was a lot of personalities that were that were there. The fans <laughs> didn't show up though. Yeah. But here, speaking of Trevor though, you would think that they struggled offensively, especially red zone goal line. Why did they not try to do those trick gadget plays with the Straveler? They only, what, they played him like twice? They had him suit up like twice? Now, that's a fair thing. That's fair. And the ideal spot, uh, you roll him out there against Minnesota inside the tight, tight, the tight, you know, the tight five, the, like mm-hmm. the two yard line. I'll give him the ball. Yeah. I mean, why? I agree. Why wasn't he more involved in the, in the offense? Well, that's, well, that's, that's on the, the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fire him. You're right. Get rid of the floor. <laughs> You're fine. I mean, he really brought in energy. 
Yes, he, really he did. did. And it's tatted I, up. I, I had no idea awesome. what to expect from him. Then yeah, I, I saw him out there. I was like, this kid is playing his ass off. Yeah. Like, he's not good enough. He's uh, playing his ass. He might not he's be not a quarterback. He's not good enough to be the starting quarterback. No, but he's a football player. But he's a football player. I would have really told is. him to be a punter and have him go fake punt routes once in a while. They really like, need you know, to get a new punter. Not? I mean, nobody wants to hear about punting on the radio. Braden Mann can't be the punter next season. He can't be. See, oh, he was awful. See, he lost he some games too. See where you are, Jet fans. You're worried about the punter. Brayden Man stinks. <laughs> he, he does. Drafted. Um, yeah, I know. Teak, I heard something yesterday from one of your boys, mm-hmm. one of the Giants. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Uh, Mr. Thibodeau, Kayvon, interesting uh, response to the media Regarding the Foles hit, I want to play it. I want to dissect it. I want to talk about it. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.